Welcome to the Farming Basics Podcast with Olivia Fuller. We'll have sustainable farming tips from growers across the state and extension specialists at Auburn University. Alrighty, welcome back. Today we have that episode, as promised, Sweet Girl in Alabama featured. We have Ashling Fields, the assistant director of uh, Sweet Grown right now, and Meredith, who is new, and we're excited to introduce her to the world. So thanks for coming on, both of you. So, Sweet Grown Alabama. Some of the farmers I know are familiar. You've done a great job marketing this to the state, and it's really taken off, and it's and kind of still a new program. But tell the new farmers that may not know or have heard and not sure, give a, uh, your your elevator pitch on what Sweet Girl in Alabama is and what it does for the farmers. Thank you so much about um, talking about Sweet Girl in Alabama. And um, we are a fairly new program. We were started back in 2019. So we, um, we've we made huge strides. I mean, like you said, we have a new team member. We are constantly growing in numbers. And I um, we're just at a drop in the bucket of where we want to be, but we are making continuous strides, which is is so amazing. But Sweet Grown Alabama is our state's nonprofit agricultural branding program. So we help farmers and farm stands, farmers markets, anyone who is in agriculture um, trying to sell their product, we help them find consumers and help market their product. Because, you know, there are, um, you you don't have time to market your product when you're working in the fields every day. Farmers are one of the few people or positions that do so many things that it's not like, okay, this is not part of my job description, but they have to still do it. Yes. And a lot of farmers have full-time jobs, young children. I mean, they are farming, so they need to sell their product, but a lot of times they have a hard time finding that outlet. And so we want to be able to help them. I love that. I love what it's doing for the the farmers. I've seen, um, like we heard in the last episode, how it's helping them even get more money. So that's, that's huge. Not just market, but get more money for what they're marketing. Right. We are constantly trying to put money back into the hands of farmers. That is our sole purpose, is to help farmers make more money and to um, market their products and to meet more consumers. All while taking the weight off of them to figure out, how do I market this? It's a sweet potato. It sells itself. So we do a lot of this through traditional marketing, social media, um, that's Instagram, Facebook. We do a monthly e-newsletter that goes out to around 7,000 people. And those are people that are specifically looking to buy local. So that's a lot of the stuff that we're already doing. But then we have grown and have um, been able to hire a new person to get our farmers into more avenues. So grocery stores, restaurants, all of that fun stuff, Meredith is really taken on. And so we are so happy to have her and to have her knowledge with these resources to get farmers being able to sell their product in a a new area. That's great. That's one of the questions I get so often after I've helped them with the technical side of how do you grow a sweet potato? What, what kind of fertilizer? What, what, how should you, should you cover crop? You know, all the like technical side of things. Then they come to me and they're like, okay, well, I have all these sweet potatoes. I want to sell it Piggly Wiggly. Okay, well, I don't have the contact for you, so I don't know how to where to send them at that point. So now I send them to Meredith. This is great. Absolutely, <laughs> send them on my way. What would you do first? So you're 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 brand new, and I won't put you on the spot too much. But what would be your first steps in in this position as you're 
trying to figure out the farmer's needs and, and they're calling you wanting to get into grocery stores. How do you help them? Absolutely, Olivia. I think that's a great question. Um, I had a mentor when I was at Auburn tell me that um, usually the folks that you're working with know way more than you are ever going to know. So first I kind of tap into that base and I ask them, all right, so what what stores are close to your farm? What is in your surrounding area? What kind of markets do you already have available where you can see your products? And I would say most of the time they have some places that they want me to go ahead and call. Um, so, so they know the lay of the land. They know where their products are probably going to move off of shelves. Um, so I usually end up reaching out to someone in management at those stores. Um, I'll call. I'll try to get in touch with a store manager, produce buyer. Um, every store does it a little differently is what I'm learning. Um, some stores have certain requirements when it comes to food safety audits. Um, so I've been learning a lot about those different types of programs. Um, I gather information from the produce buyer or the store manager, um, and I ask them, you know, do y'all have a need for this type of product? I've never been turned down. Um, I found that people really love local products. They love Sweet Garden Alabama, and they really want to help out their local agriculture producers. So that's kind of what that process looks like. Alabama Ag Credit is a proud sponsor of the Farming Basics podcast. Buying real property isn't the same as buying in town. If you're in the market to purchase your own piece of paradise or need an operating line for your farm, give our friends at Alabama Ag Credit a call. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, they can help you with everything from homes and lands to tractors and crops. Because sometimes natural resources need financial resources. And while some lenders don't get it, they do. Learn more by visiting alabamaagcredit.com. Right, and we have a number of grocery stores that are also Sweet Grown Alabama members in our database. And so a bunch of those are already carrying local products, and um, Meredith has made great contacts with those, you know, continuing to help them find more farmers and to get more farmers' products on those grocery store shelves. That's huge for the farmers. Um, that So that brings up a question of um, you wouldn't necessarily help the farmers directly move through the paperwork that they need to fill out for the food safety requirements, for example, but you'll be that kind of middleman getting them that information as to what do they even need to think about to then maybe reach out to Extension and get that food safety certification or meet the requirements. Because I know each farm, each, um, well, farmer's market, yeah, but each uh, grocery store and like specialty market can make their own demands. And that's just so confusing for the farmers because they, they, each one is, is so different. And a farmer that's uh, on the back of a tractor all day or is trying to get crops out of the field does not have time to try to figure out, okay, who's the store manager? What type of food safety audit do I need? So that really is where my role comes in. Once I make that contact with the produce manager, I connect them back with the farmer. Um, the farmer's going to be able to tell their story way better than I will ever be able to because they work in it day in and day out. Um, so at that point, we pass over responsibility. They're able to complete the paperwork. If they have any more questions, I have um, definitely on multiple occasions referred farmers to uh, food safety extension agents, and they have been incredibly helpful. Um, I feel like y'all do a great job keeping up to date, um, communicating with the Department of Public Health, which is huge. Um, so that's just a little bit of what that process ends up. So you would connect them, let them make the introduction, sell their product themselves, 
and then kind of hold their hand a bit on the paperwork that they need to meet because it it's just so confusing with like the what to put on the label, you know, like do I need a barcode? What what should I price it at? Um, what, what what's your level of involvement on those details? Um, we do a little bit of looking at labels. We love to see our Sweet Grown Alabama logo placed on those labels. That way, when any consumer picks up that package, they know that that product was grown in Alabama, processed in Alabama. They're getting a fresh local product. So we love to see our Sweet Grown logo on those products. Um, but it, it really is facilitating those conversations and making sure that not only is the store manager aware of their product, but also the agricultural producer knows exactly what they need on their product in order to be successful in that grocery store. That's exciting. That's a great program to look forward to. So we've talked a lot about the grocery store aspect, but you said earlier that you had a a database that the grocery stores were in, but I know you've done so much with the farmer's markets already and connecting farmers with that and and so many other things that I don't even know that y'all have done. So tell me a little bit about this database. 100%. So our um, database at SweetGrownAlabama.org is full of all of our Sweet Grown Alabama members. You can go onto this this online searchable database and type in your zip code, what product you're looking for, and there's even a drop down for those grocery stores, farmers markets, there's um, agritourism, you pick operations, and and you can find farmers and um, farm stands and all of those right in your backyard. So this is for our consumers listening. Yes, if you are a consumer and you are wanting to buy local products and to support local agriculture, you can visit our website and use that database to find farmers right in your backyard. That's really cool. So the database is for like the consumer to utilize to find what's in their area. How do the farmers use that to maybe network amongst themselves? Right. So when you join our program, you get a username and password to your database page, and you can totally customize that however you would like. You get to put in a bio, um, your address, phone number, email, and then actually get to tell the consumers a little bit about yourself. You know, you want to you want to tell them that you are a fourth generation farmer or you've got kids helping you out on the farm or whatever you have that you want the consumer to know about you is really where you would portray that in that database page. You can put your own social media handles and if you even want to put pictures and videos you can send those over my way and we can make sure that that is uploaded for you. Y'all are marketing experts. You've really done an incredible job. I've, I've loved watching it develop over the years since Ellie began. So that's it's really cool what you're doing for the farmers here. Um, what if they want to find out more if they're listening and they, they want to find out how to join, perhaps, what would what would we suggest them do? If you are wanting to join Sweet Grown Alabama, I would suggest to go to our website at sweetgrownalabama.org and click on that Join Now button in the top right corner. It has all of the information and there's a short little um, little questionnaire about yourself that you can fill out and it goes straight back to my email and then we can get you put into our system. Perfect. Thanks so much for coming on, both of you, and happy to have you on board, Meredith. Thanks, Olivia. This has been a production of Alabama Extension at Auburn University.